So Cat on the Loose is live. It's not edited. And we had a tiny, tiny, tiny um, problem here. But I'm back with April. Hi, April. So we were talking about ghosting. And we decided that it's inappropriate behavior. It's a lack of manners. So guys and girls, don't do it. Right, April? I mean, be nice enough and talk to the person if you want to be with, don't want to be with them anymore. Right? Well, it shows lack of integrity, lack of social skills, lack of you know, anything. And lack, 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 lack. And we don't well, like. like you're just, who are you? You're a hollow of a person if you can't treat other people well. If you don't have just basic communication skills. I agree. Okay, people number three. When I told people that I was going to interview a matchmaker, I got a gazillion of the same messages. Oh my God, I would love to work with the matchmaker, but I feel super intimidated. It sounds complicated. You know, it's luxury. Is it for me? So what would you say to the people out there who want to work with you, who actually want to work with the matchmaker, but they feel intimidated? Well, I promise I don't bite. <laughs> <laughs> and so is everybody on my team. All they have to do to get started is literally just go to our website and fill up the profile form. And they can be part of our database. There's no charge to do that. And they just have to upload their, their photos. And then one of the awesome matchmakers on my team would interview them, mm -hmm. and then, like a match to one of my clients. And it's just like talking to one of your girlfriends. And all you're doing, you're, you're just talking about yourself. Like, what do you like to do for fun? What are you looking for in a match? You know, who are you? Mm -hmm. And just it's super simple and easy but like uh, one of my friends she i think she went into your site or something she said oh my god but i feel even that chunk i feel intimidated like i have to fill out this questionnaire and it's almost like a job interview what if i say the wrong thing what if i say the right thing like what do you say for a, a person like that you know, we read between the lines. As matchmakers, it's more about our conversation and interview with the person than, yeah, there's going to be, there's some things that are true, like, we have to conform to when we're matching people, like, do you have kids? Do you want kids? You know, value systems and things like that. Uh -huh. Those are, are, like, yes, you need to match somebody accordingly, mm -hmm. but some your energy and, like, your personality, mm -hmm. and so when I get a vibe from somebody, that that's a lot of times how I will match someone. It's just based on my interaction with them. Yeah. And people, all the time, like it was, it was super fun. Yeah. And I saw, I actually saw the other day one thing on your site. You had like a video of this couple that that was matched by you, and the guy mm -hmm. said something that really struck chord with me. He said, "Well, you know, yes, there's a cost for certain people." But it's it, you're trying to pick a life partner. You're trying to pick a serious relationship. It's one of the most important decisions in your life. So maybe, and then you said something on a TV interview that I also loved. You're like, well, maybe with these online apps, we might think we can just, oh, I'm going to order someone like on Amazon. Obviously, it's an exaggeration. It's a joke. But yeah, maybe it's a little more complicated than that. And that's a really good reason to actually use a professional like you. At least that's what I think. Well, and if you think about um, who are using our services, you know, it's for us, we cater to it's more high end market where our clients are busy professionals, executives, a lot of business owners, and they're looking for a serious, committed relationship. And that's why they're using service. They're not going to put their profile online. They're not going to deal with swiping and messaging all day long. You know, they want to find yeah. the right person. And it's a service just like anything, like you outsource your. Yeah. Your, or maybe you're dry cleaning you know, or anything. <laughs> yeah. You outsource the search to find that person that's 
And you actually, you said that in general, only 5% of people that date online actually end up in relationships. Yeah, I think it's, or is it, um, or 5% of relationships are online? Yeah, something like that. But we, and, and everybody that I talk to, they say the same thing, that this online dating apps, it's more like most it's people. Yes, entertainment. It's, it's, it's another form of Facebook where, oh, I want to go on there so I can see how many people have liked my profile or liked, um, or want to match with me and mm -hmm. stuff. So you shot of endorphins <laughs> that make you feel good because, you know, people like yeah. you and you get attention. That's all it is. It's just attention. It's entertainment. And, and let's, yeah. Yeah, let's be honest about it. A lot of people on these dating apps, they just want like quick sex, right? Oh, well, they're, yeah, there's that, <laughs> of course. So they're just, for, yeah, it's a commodity. It's, a, it's an easy way to yeah. just. So it's yeah. not a place for you guys to try to find a relationship, you know, for us. <laughs> Me too. It's more of a place to find an STD. Yeah, honestly, yeah. So, okay, you already said, so if they, they, they are intimidated, she doesn't bite. She said that she's super cool. So the process is they go on your website, we fill out a questionnaire, and then somebody calls you. Yeah, or, well, they'll actually, after they fill out the initial form, they'll be prompted to schedule a meeting. And mm -hmm. then We'll call them at that meeting time mm -hmm. and service and just kind of learn a little bit more about them. Mm -hmm. And it's like they are somebody that we need to meet with so we can set up with one of our clients or if they want to be a client, then they'll continue on to meet with one of the matchmakers. Mm -hmm. Or um, they've been entered into our, our database, then we can always consider them as a match. So if, say, in a couple weeks from now, I'm looking for a, a client or looking for a match to one of my clients, I'll come across her profile and then reach out mm -hmm. to her. Somebody on my team, we have, I have, a, I have seven different matchmakers wow. on my team consider, can consider her as a match. And they're all highly trained like you, right? And some are even higher. <laughs> <laughs> Than me. <laughs> Hard to believe, but yeah, well, I think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to give it a try. Now, another, it's not really, a, well, it's a question. A lot of girls send the same message. April, I'm exhausted. I've been dating, dating, dating. I meet all the wrong guys. Do you mm -hmm. actually really believe that everyone has a match out there or some people should just give up on dating? <laughs> I would say, what's the common denominator there in that in that issue? If they're going out on a lot of dates and every, you know, if they're saying like everything's wrong, like all these people, there's something wrong with all these people. Like I would say that you're the common denominator, and that you know you're maybe you're choosing the wrong types of people, and you need to figure out, okay, maybe I need to change either my bait so I can attract the kind of people that I want to attract, mm -hmm. or I choose a different kind of person to pursue or go after and I think really what what's happened is that these apps have made us so superficial because we can just sit there and scroll through yeah. and find what's wrong with somebody is in their, somebody in their picture and we're not really seeing what matters and what's a true indication of longevity in a relationship and that's somebody's values that's their personality that's the chemistry and so unfortunately you know that's what we're left with is that this superficiality that doesn't actually turn into a relationship and so what i would challenge women or these people that are messaging you is to consider 
choosing someone based on their values, giving people a chance that you wouldn't normally consider and just trying to figure out what kind of person they are in the inside and not just gets hung up on the physicality because I think that's oftentimes what we're, we're so judgmental with. And it's because we have so many options. Like when you go into Home Depot or somewhere to pick out a paint color, mm-hmm. you know, for, start narrowing down your options. You're like, I want grays, but there's a million different grays. <laughs> so yeah. it's um, the challenge is like, how do you choose just one? And I think that if you could just go into these apps more blindly, then it would be, and just focus more on the person's character and values, then mm-hmm. you would have a better chance. Yeah. And then also get off the Tinder. If you want a real relationship, Tinder is not working. Oh, it's no, it. I agree. I mean, Tinder is not good. So even in my case, uh, after like all the bad relationships, ta-da-da, guys that disappear, guys that mistreat me. Yeah, the common denominator is me. So you think I need to take a look at myself or any girl out there and figure out what am I doing wrong that I'm attracting all these wrong men, right? Well, okay, so instead of, like, for example, when you described to me and this guy that you had dated, like, he's Italian, dressed, blah, blah, blah. I say, what about his character? You know, mm-hmm. is he someone that's very considerate? Very, he's a stand-up guy. He takes care of his mom. You know, like mm-hmm. those kind. Of, those are more the more important character traits that I would focus on. Yeah. Versus something that is, you know, because you can fix how he dresses. You can fix his hairstyle. Yeah. You can change those kinds of things. You I can't know. Change personality and core values i agree you cannot change somebody's um ethics somebody's behavior yeah i agree or her, yeah. somebody's character that's a little tougher cool. another idea for finding people like go to church go to church <laughs> <laughs> do you need somebody there or there's still, still ways to do it and or if you're i don't know i i always am chatting up people and talking to random people uh-huh. or whatever and I think it's just, it's really, it's my, I think it's my personality because I'm not afraid of like, I'll just anybody and say hi to anybody yeah me too me too now i asked the same question to nora wendell who is the relationship expert that i interviewed this week so and and some girls asked me to ask you the same question a lot of women you're one of them i'm one of them a lot of the girls out there we work we have a, a somewhat public job we work with social media we work with instagram we do videos and we have strong personalities we want to be successful a lot of men to this day and age they have this macho type personality and they are old-fashioned da, 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 and then all of a sudden they can't handle it should we change what we do should we change some of our content some of our behavior to accommodate them or should we stick to our guns and say no this is what i do this is my work and whoever is gonna like us is gonna like us exactly the way we are including our work well, I think it's twofold. One, when we are at work, we have that work persona, and it's a lot of masculine energy. You know, it's where it's like very, you know, especially when you're the leader, you're the boss and stuff. That's masculine type energy. And so when you get home or when you're with your guy, you have to let that go to the wayside and allow him to be the man and allow your femininity to shine through. Because if he wanted masculine energy, he'd be gay, quite frankly. So it's important to relax, like leave work at work and then just be your feminine self when you're at home. Mm-hmm. I think, on, and then on the other side of things, we 
drawn or at least we think we're drawn to these guys that are masculine or machismo, right? They're not necessarily, but it's not necessarily true masculinity because if it was, they would be confident in themselves. They wouldn't be intimidated by a strong yeah. And so on the outside, they may look really masculine. Maybe they have the muscles or maybe they, you know, carry themselves. They're very, they're very strong. But when you challenge them, you can really see how, how strong they are. If there's somebody that can admit like, hey, she's smart, she's makes more money, she's da, 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 you know, that's a con- that's a truly confident guy. But if he's somebody that needs to go out there and prove that he's bigger and better and you know and like be flashy and everything, mm-hmm. that's that's not true confidence. That's just somebody that's trying to put up with the side. So again, it's looking for the inner core character traits and values and not getting hung up on this this facade of confidence. Mm-hmm. Makes sense, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Next question, one date, two dates, three dates, how long usually a couple decides, oh my God, let's make this work. We really like each other. Is there like a, an average time pattern or not? I wouldn't say that there is a number, but more about the quality of time and the depth of the relationship, the connection. Mm-hmm. Because just going on a date, you might be, you might enjoy that time and it might be a uh, an amazing experience on that date, but are you conversing in between the dates? Is he making you a priority? Are you mm-hmm. seeing regularly? Are you, you know, the communication I think is is key in how connected you are. Then you know you're in a relationship because you could go on a date, you could go on dates with somebody for you know twenty times, but if he never texts you, you never talk to him in between those dates, then it's questionable about the, the depth of the relationship. But it's somebody that maybe you've only gone on, you know, four or five days, but you're texting every day mm-hmm. and um, you're in constant communication. That tells me that there's a lot more to there. But, you know, one thing <laughs> I've been preaching to women is if you want a relationship, you need to really focus on the relationship and not just the sex. You got to hold off on having sex. Yeah. yeah. And I really am an advocate of just waiting to have sex at least. I think you should wait two months. Two months might be a lot. Yeah, no, but I kind of agree with you on that one. Because like Mm -hmm. you said, if you have sex on the first day, the the second day, it's just lust. It's just the guy wants to have sex. But I remember you said that on on last year's episode. I never forgot. You said if he's really interested in you, he is going to wait because he wants to get to know you, right? Right. And he's going to respect you and you're going to have um deeper relationship and bond mm-hmm. and then different i mean i i would assume a lot of people have you know read about how the differences between men and women after having sex and so it's really important to make sure that you've established that relationship that he's not going anywhere mm-hmm. afterwards yeah and that more to it than just the sex you know? yep I agree. So now a lot of my guy friends say, oh my God, she's so pretty. I want to date her. She's married, right, April? Yes, I'm married. <laughs> she's happily married. So no dating her, but she can match you guys, right? <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's, a, that's the key, right? Yeah. I can... <laughs> now, of course, I have to ask you this question. Do you think I am matchable or I'm like a lost cause? <laughs> Of course you're, yes, I, I, you are definitely matchable, for sure, of course you are. 
I think, yeah. you know, you're in a, you're in a very challenging area. It's Miami. And again, I think yeah. you're going to find somebody that has a lot of character and depth like you do. Yeah. I think you're an a really a unique and awesome person. You're not just, oh, there's a lot of superficiality around you. And I think that you gotta, it's going to be, you just have to find the right character. Yeah. We'll find a way. Now she mentioned something, and I agree. Uh, I'm I live in Miami, and Miami is for sure one of the very very worst areas because of all these tourists, all this. Honestly, a ton, I'm not saying all of you girls, but there are a lot of girls here that are escorts. They seriously, mm-hmm. especially now high season, and there are a lot of millionaires. They just want to party, ta da da. So it's not the ideal dating scene for sure. So if you live in Miami, call April because you're not going to find anything nice like walking out on the street. (laughs) (laughs) The people from Miami are going to kill me. But I mean, we want to tell how we feel, you know, if you guys don't agree. I will interview next week, by the way, some super successful couples that do live in Miami because I want to pick their brain about relationships. But in general, April is right. It's not the nicest area in the United States to date. I think there's, it's kind of like Vegas, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. That's a good point. It's a book scene. You know, you have a, you have a great career, you've created yeah. a great company, but there are a lot of people that don't, they're just hustlers. So like, yeah. They from one gig to another. Yeah. And I think it's, but the challenge for you is you have this one side of you that maybe likes to go out. You're really, you're like a beautiful woman and you like to get Thank down. You. And stuff. Thank you. But then there's this other side of you that has a lot of depth. And I think that's really what you need to focus on is you're probably not going to find a guy for you at the clubs. The right no, yeah, I don't even do that. I mean, I, even before the pandemic, I, I, I'm so over the the club scene, yeah. the bar scene. I'm more like a girl. I wake up super early. I like I love working. I work like crazy. I work out. I'm totally so far away from this club scene that I don't even know what's out there anymore. <laughs> I think the best guys are the ones that are they're like they're they're not flashy. They're more quiet. They have yeah. you know they they would be reading a book rather than out at a club. No, I agree. <laughs> That's my kind of guy. Like I like reading books, dinners, vacations. You know, it's funny. I live in Miami and. I think many times because of my work, like my social media and the videos and everything, a ton of people. I even asked you last year about one guy that I was going to date and he said, oh, no, but your life is so flashy. They think I'm having this party time every night all the time and it's so far from reality. And I think I need to find a person that understands work is work. And my personal life is like my personal life. And there is completely two different things that I do. Unfortunately, like this person that I was dating last year and I thought he was like, oh, my God, this is the man of my life. I think he didn't really understand that many women like me have complete two completely different, not personality, but different lives, the work life and the private life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I could see you meeting somebody at, um, so you're, you're back, you're into marketing and like yeah. into podcasts and different things like that. So if there were, was a networking group or like a talk or something like that on, um, maybe it's data or anything pertaining to those areas. Um, yeah. I think guys like that, that would be at those kinds of events could be potentials, you know, makes sense. 
for yeah for business. Let's so. get to work, April. <laughs> you have a lot of work to do. <laughs> Anyways, um, how do people reach you? Like all these girls, you said they can fill out a questionnaire. But is there any? If anybody has more questions to you and your team, how do they reach you guys? Well, they can just go to our website is Luma, L-U-M-A, it stands for Luxury Matchmaking, so lumasearch.com, fill out the profile form on there, mm -hmm. and our phone on there too, so they can call and reach us that way, but I think that's a good start, or of course yeah. on Instagram and, and all the social media. Fantastic. I want to mention her Instagram, guys, because she has amazing daily new content on both of her accounts, which is something so, so difficult. Most people don't do it. So if you follow Luma, uh, Luma, what is the Insta? Luma Search, right? Luma Search. I'm going to put it here. And April Davis Matchmaker, she does videos, tips, ideas, gazillions of things, inspiration from other couples. So follow her, follow Luma. Thank you so much, April. This was amazing. I hope you come back for a third episode. Well, thank you for having me. It was Appreciate amazing. It. Have a wonderful weekend. Yay. Yes, too. Thanks. Thank